You are listening to Message Rewind from Discovery Church. Hey, good morning, Discovery. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So glad that you're hanging out with us at Church at Home. Um, Hey, if this is your first time uh, visiting uh, virtually, I just want to introduce myself real quick. My name is John. I get this amazing opportunity uh, to lead this community that we call Discovery, and uh, man, we are glad that you're you're visiting with us this morning. In fact, uh, we have a gift for you. If this is your first time, uh, just go ahead and fill out. Uh, I believe we have uh, someone put the uh, link for you um, on there, and you just click that. Let us know you're here, and we'll send you something, a little gift, just just our way of saying thank you so much for hanging out with us this morning. Um, I just before I jump in the message, I just want to say what's up to everyone that's on. Janelle, Michelle, how's it going? Uh, we got Stacy, Antoinette, Jan, Sonia. Uh, so glad that you guys are hanging out with us online. We are live here, and uh, man, I'm just I'm excited to be with my family, uh, my church family. Uh, special shout out to. I call him PJ, Pastor Jamal. Thank you so much, man, for leading us into worship. In fact, he's going to lead us in one more song uh, at the end of my message, uh, just as a time for us to reflect on the message. And so thank you for that. Uh, Shout out to the directional team that led prayer uh, this morning. That was phenomenal. A shout out to Josh, our uh, production lead. He's the, I call him the Oz of this whole thing working out and, and he's in, he's, he's over everything that you're seeing on the screen. So thank you. Uh, Nick is running our, uh, our online right now. And so thank you everyone. This is, this is a team built thing and, and we're just excited uh, for this uh, for for you guys being on this morning. Um, today we're, we're gonna kick off a uh, we're gonna call it a brand new series. We, we're working on a title, a working title, uh, and so we didn't come up with anything. So uh, so uh, this morning we're we're kicking off a four week idea uh, of of learning how to uh, how to really fix our eyes on on God. Right. And so the theme verse for this series is going to be found in Romans chapter 13, Romans chapter 13 and verse one. And it says this, everyone must submit to governing authorities for all authority comes from God. And those in position of authority have been placed there by God. I just want us to pause and just reflect on the words of the apostle Paul of what he's saying right there. He said that, that, uh, All authority comes from God, and those who are in authority are only in authority because the authority has placed them there. And so here's kind of the premise of where and why uh, we're uh, we're going and why I I wanted to go in this direction is because November is coming round the corner. Hello. And uh, here's what I know about November. Here's what I know about elections. And don't worry, we're not going to get political here. Uh, so you don't have to like sign off. And we don't want to hear who you're voting for. And we, <laughs> so just keep it to yourself. But but he, here's what here's where he, here's why why I think this is such an important uh, verse and why this is going to be an important series is, is for this reason here. There are going to be come November. There are going to be people who are excited about who won the election, and then there are going to be people who uh who are going to be so disappointed 
but here, here's what, what my hope is in this, this series is that we can get to the place that no matter who is sitting in the White House, like we understand that they are only placed there by God. And so this idea, like, like I honor and I respect those that are in authority, but at the end of the day, my, my hope, my trust, my joy is not found in a party. It's not found in a person. It's found in Jesus. And so the, the whole goal for this series uh, for the next four weeks is, is for us to understand the beauty and the person of Jesus and, and, and who God is. And so for the next four weeks, each week, we're going to look at a name of God and how it's relevant and how it relates to you and to me. And hopefully by the end of this, we, 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 there's just a confidence again in who God is, no matter what happens uh, in uh, elections, in our world, in our week, at our workplace, in our marriage, in our families, like we could understand this idea of who God is. And so the very first name, the name that we're going to be looking at today is this Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Nisi. I want to pray and then we'll get started. Father, we love you. God, I thank you so much for this opportunity that we have uh, to come together and to worship you. Father, I thank you uh, for each person that is on screen right now that, that has joined us online. Father, I pray that you would just work, uh, work only the way that you can, Holy Spirit. God, that, 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 that you would just have your way that you would move mightily. We love you so much. Father, I pray that you would open up our hearts, open up our ears to receive your word. We love you in Jesus' name. Come on, can I get some amens on the chat? Amen, amen, amen. Hey, so um, so this this happened a while back when my kids were younger, but we went uh, to Annadale Park. Like, I don't know if you know this about me. I love the outdoors. I'm an outdoors person. Um, I love hunting and fishing, and I love, like, skinning uh, fishes. Do we skin fish? I don't know. I'm just kidding. I, I'm not an outdoors person at all, but I like to take my kids out uh, to nature and for them to experience uh, fresh air and to look at trees and leaves and um, all that rocks and all that great stuff. So so I took them to Annadale Park um, and, and they were younger and when we're, we were we were hiking and we're walking and, you know, I'm just I'm like the tour guide. Right. I'm like, and to your left, we have these rocks here that they've they've been around for two million years in the crustacean of the I don't even know what I'm saying, like, but I'm just like making up things. Right. And then we get to this place where all of a sudden there's like this giant sign posted and it said, beware of mountain lions. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like a mountain, like a little bit of me uh, began to just panic a little bit, right? Because I had two little kids and uh, I knew that I run faster than them. And and so I knew I would be okay, but I was kind of worried for my kids. Come on, somebody. And um, and so so here, so here, like we're there, the sign, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And my kids see the sign, they're like, Daddy, what does that say? I'm like, uh, there's mountain lions here. And they're like, oh no. And so like there's there, there's a moment of of panic. And then I don't remember if it was my little girl or my little boy, uh, but they find a stick on the ground and they hold up the stick in front of them and they said, Daddy, don't worry. We have a stick. And I'm like, uh, 
that's not gonna help that's like like i understand and you know like i went along with it like oh we're safe but inside i'm thinking like that is like there's no comfort in a stick when it has to do with a mountain lion right like i'm like what you're saying to me right now little kid is uh like it's not comforting it's not helping me i don't understand how that's going to help in this situation if a mountain lion came if we're gonna like win with a stick and like there was no comfort in that moment and i, I began thinking about like this idea of like not comforting right and uh i think this is really the same uh if i was honest with you this this that the idea of like this is not comforting uh is true when i begin to look at the name jehovah nisi today see because he, here's what jehovah nisi means the lord ready check this out hopefully you're comforted the lord is my banner yeah that's it the lord is my banner like I'm thinking about, and here's the best part about this is that within the context of, of when we first, when Moses first talks about, gives God this name, Jehovah Nisi, the very first time is in the context of a battle. Okay. And then, so God could have been anything. I'm like, God, you could have chose any name. Like God, you could have been like, the Lord is my Iron Man, or the Lord is my nuke, or the Lord is, I don't know, something greater than a banner. And it says, the Lord is my banner. And I'm like, God, that is not comforting at all. Like, I'm not comforted by you're a banner. Like, what does that mean? I don't feel safe. God, you're a banner. And so, so it's this idea that, that I was like, man, I, I don't, I don't get it. And I, if I was honest, when, when I read that, when it said the Lord is my banner, honestly, I was like, oh, we're going to move on to the next name because this name is, I, I don't need a banner in my battles, okay? Um, but this morning, my hope is once I begin to study this out a little more, my hope for you and my word of encouragement for you is that God's banner is beneficial to your battle. God's banner is beneficial to your battle. Go ahead, type that in the chat. God's banner is beneficial to my battle. And, and so we're going to look at that. And uh, we're actually going to learn and understand how this idea that God is my banner is beneficial to my battle. Because we're going to look in the text uh, in Exodus chapter 17. Exodus chapter 17, uh, we're introduced, we're reintroduced to Moses. Now, Moses is a savage. He, like God has used Moses mightily. Uh, Moses is a guy with the burning bush, right? Like he wasn't burning bushes. He was, um, he like God spoke to him in a burning bush to free his people from Egypt. Moses is the guy that went to Egypt, was like, Pharaoh, let my people go. And, uh, and, and Moses is the person that stood over the Red Sea, that parted the Red Sea, and, and the Israelites walked past, walked through the Red Sea. Like, this is the Moses that we're reading about. And uh, Moses, he, he's about to encounter something uh, that is greater than, uh, or, or something that you and I could probably relate to. And so if you have your Bibles, we're going to be in Exodus chapter 17. Start at verse 8. If you don't have your Bibles, no worry. The great Oz is going to put it up on screen, aka Josh. I love you so much. And here it is, uh, verse 8. While the people of Israel was, were still at Rephidim, the warriors of Amalek attacked them. Moses commanded Joshua, 
choose some men, watch this, to go out and fight the army of Amalek for us. Tomorrow I will stand at the top of the hill holding the staff of God in my hand. So here's what we have. There's these people attacked Israel, the Amalekites, uh, the Amaleks. They, they attacked Israelites, Israel. And Moses like, Joshua, hey, we're about to go into battle. And they go and they begin to fight in this battle. Now, I, I want to pause real quick because I want to say that I've never been in a battle with swords and shields. I've never been in a battle uh, where... <clears throat> we're actually, uh, I'm having like a helmet on and, and I'm riding chariots and horses. Like I've never been in that type of battle. So I can't relate to that in that, in that way, but I can relate to having battles in other ways. I can relate to battling, uh, discouragement. I can relate to battling insecurities. I can relate to battling addiction. Come on. I, and so maybe this morning you're, you're watching and you're like, when I'm talking about, hey, God is God, he, he, he wants to fight. He's beneficial to your battle. Like, I want you to, to really identify what that battle is. If it's a person, if it's a situation, if it's a mindset, if it's a heart condition, like, because I think we can all relate to this idea of battling something. And here's what I know about battling is that when, whenever I'm in a battle, my focus becomes linear. Whenever I'm in a battle, like my focus, something about a battle makes my focus, my perspective linear. So I'm now just focused on what's ahead of me, what, what I'm trying to overcome, what I'm trying to, to, to get over, what I'm trying to um, overcome. It, it, this, this idea like I'm trying my hardest and, and, and I'm so focused on what's ahead of me. Now, I think if we're honest, a lot of the times when we're in a battle, and when our vision is linear, it could become depression, depressing, excuse me. Like when we're in the middle of a battle and it's linear, it can become so discouraging to see the things that I have to overcome. The people that are accusing me, the people that are, are insulting me, the, the, the lies of, of, of the enemy in my mind saying that I'm not good enough or you're not good enough or you can never reach what God's called you to do or you're a horrible person or, or whatever it is, whatever those, those battles, like it's very easy where our vision becomes linear. And so this is where... Joshua is in, in, in this battle that they're fighting. They're, 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 they're in a battle. They're, they're fighting against the enemy. And what I want us uh, to do this morning is, is to look at two ingredients that lead, that led um, Israel to victory. Two ingredients that led Israel to victory. And so we're going to pick up in verse 10. So Exodus chapter 17 and verse 10. So Joshua did what Moses had commanded and fought the army of Amalek. Meanwhile, Moses, Aaron, and Hur climbed to the top of the hill nearby. As long as Moses held up the staff in the hand, the Israelites had the advantage. But whenever he dropped his hand, the Amalekites gained the advantage. Verse 12 
Moses's arms soon became so tired he could no longer hold them up. So Aaron and her found a stone for him to sit on. Then they stood on each side of Moses, holding up his hands, so his hands held steady. So here is the first ingredient that Israel needed for the victory to become, or for their battle to become victorious. The first one is this, besties, besties. That's right. A grown man just used the word besties, besties. So here it is, Moses, he's lifting up his hands and he gets, he becomes tired. His arms become heavy. And, and what we see is that uh, Aaron and her come and they sit Moses down on a rock and they stand to the side of him and they hold Moses's arms up. And we're going to look at why that was critical and very crucial to the moment. But what I want us to look at in, in this, this idea that, hey, I need my besties. I need people around me that when I'm tired, when, when this battle is raging on and I feel defeated and, and I feel um, overwhelmed, like there are people around me that are like, hey, take a seat. I'm going to help you. I'm going to lift your arms up and I'm going to carry you through this. And I do want to say not all not all people, not all people deserve the title of a bestie. You want the right person in your path, the right person in your life that's not like, hey, you're going through a battle, let's go drink it away. Hey, you're going through a battle, hey, come on, let's go sleep it away. Hey, you're going through a battle, let's, let's go, whatever it is. Like you want someone that's like, hey, you're going through a battle, let's sit down, let's pray about it. And they begin to pray over your life that God, you will be victorious in this battle over my friend. Like we need besties, we need the errands, the hers in our life to come around and to lift our arms up. I want to take it a step further because it's very easy to always want. But can I say that like we, we don't only just need to have people around us to lift our arms up, but there are moments in life where we have to be the person to lift others up. To lift other people's arms up when they're tired, to encourage them when they feel like they can't go any further, when they feel like they're down and, and depleted and, and they just want to give up. Like, can we be the people that lift them up and say, hey, I, I know that that you're tired. I know that what you're going through, I, I, I know the pain that you're dealing with, but hey, I, I want to encourage you. Can we be those people? Can we not just be the people that need, but also be the people that give and, and, and the people that 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 so uh, love and and so time into people who are hurting, and so that's the first thing that we see. The first ingredient are besties. Like we need besties. Uh, Moses needed his besties around him in order for this battle to become victorious. But there's something even greater than a bestie that that you need in the battles of that, that you're going through. And we're gonna. I, I skimmed past this. It's gonna be verse. 12, or excuse me, verse 11, I skimmed past this because I wanted to end with this because this is really going to identify and redefine what, um, what Jehovah Nisi, why the banner is beneficial to your battle, okay? And so verse 11, let's read that again. As long as Moses held up the staff in his hands, the Israelites had the advantage but whenever he dropped his hands, the Amalekites gained the advantage. Here's the second ingredient. The first one, we need our besties. The second one is we need the banner. 
the banner. So here it is, right? Here's what we just read. Moses, scripture says that when Moses' arms were lifted, they were victorious. When his arms went down, they were the uh, Israelites became defeated in the battle. Now, I, I do want to say this. I, I believe that something supernatural was taking place in this moment. I, I think that there was definitely something supernatural taking place when Moses lifted his arms and they were winning. Uh, something supernatural was taking place. And when his arms went down, there was something supernatural taking place. But I do want to propose to you this morning that what if it wasn't just supernatural, but there was something psychological going on? And here's why I say that. The last time that we see Moses lifting up his rod is when? When he parted the Red Sea. So the last time in text that we see Moses lifting up his, his rod, all of a sudden the Red Sea parted. And when that sea parted, Israel walked through. Uh, most theologians believe two plus million people crossed the Red Sea when Moses' arms were lifted. Fast forward to the battle that we're at now. Moses is once again standing on the edge. And whenever his arms lifted, they were winning. And so again, I think there's something supernatural taking place, but I think that there was something psychological taking place too. The idea that those that were in the battle, they when they saw Moses lifting their arms, I wonder if something inside of them was like, hey, last time Moses lifted his rod, like God had our backs. I wonder if when Moses lifted his arms in the battle, they looked up and they saw, hey, what if God is doing something in this moment right now? And so here they are. Moses, he's on this ledge, the banner. He's lifting his arms up and they are winning. They're victorious. They're, 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 like Moses, his arms are up. Here's what I want you to notice, though. Is the only way that the people, Israel, that were fighting in the battle, the only way they were able to notice that Moses' arms were up is if they went from linear to vertical. See, this idea that when I'm in my battle, I cannot be so linear focused on what's ahead of me, but I have to be able to have the strength to look up to something that is greater. I have to look up and remember the faithfulness of God in the past. Now, as Pastor Jamal comes back and, and begins to play, I'm, I'm about to close this morning because he, here's here's what why the banner is so beneficial to your battle is because of the meaning the lord is my banner the lord is my banner like it doesn't mean much when you just look at it as a banner but there's something so great about this see the word jehovah means lord the word Nisi is derived from the word Nis. And that word Nis, uh, it, it's usually, uh, you, it's used, excuse me, to depict a, a pillar, uh, a pole. 
And on that pole, watch this, on that pole was a banner. And so in, in, in uh, scripture, in, in this time period, this niece, this pole with this banner, the insignia of, of, of the people, of the army, what they would do is they would take this niece, this pole with this banner at the front lines of the battleground and they would hold it high. And it was used for the soldiers in that were in the battle to stop, to regain their composure, and to look up at the banner. And to remember who they're fighting for, who their hope is in, what the battle is about. And so this morning, I want to say to you that the Lord is your banner. The banner is beneficial to your battle because the banner is there. So we take our eyes off the linear battle and focus it on the one that really matters. And to say, hey, there it is. You are my banner. You are my hope. You are my trust. You are my joy. You are my peace. And all of a sudden, I'm not looking at the battles in front of me, but I'm looking at the one who is going to move me through the battles. Listen, this morning, I want you to know the Lord is your banner. The Lord is your banner. My prayer for you this morning is that God that you would have the strength to remove the linear perspective of what you're facing and what you're going through. And you could take that perspective, move it from linear to vertical. Because the Lord is your banner. I want to close with one more verse this morning. The psalmist writes in Psalms chapter 121, verse 1 through 2. He says this, I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? It doesn't come from a party. It doesn't come from an earthly person. It doesn't come from, from policy. It comes from Lord, my hope is found in the Lord. This morning, I want to encourage you that as we move into this next season of life, maybe even the current season of whatever you're going through, that you would be able to, to fix your eyes on God. Fix your eyes on Jehovah Nisi. The Lord is my banner. Thank you for listening to Message Rewind. Come back every Monday night at 5 p.m. to hear the latest message from Discovery Church.